Well, good morning, everybody. Here we are again. We're GFBS. We're Grand Fork's best source. Justin LaRock from the Spud Jr. talking about the Spud Street Throwdown is on the show today. We'll be hooking up with him in just a couple of minutes. And what a coincidence. Your show today brought to you by the Spud Jr. Spud Street Throwdown. You know what? It's uh, time to start celebrating. When's the last time we got to party outside and do something fun? Not only will we be doing that, we're also going to be celebrating the grand opening of the Spud Junior that's coming up this Saturday from 6 to 11. We're going to block off the whole street. Three great artists, and we're going to talk about those later. We shouldn't have had you uh, sponsor this one today because I don't want to give away all the stuff. But um, like I said, finally an outdoor party. So make sure you celebrate. We're going to be there. Justin will be there. The whole crew. Big Spud Street throwdown right in front of the Spud Junior at East Grand Forks this Saturday and before we get on with the show, time for our daily segment, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> what do you call a pop country artist? Or what do you call pop country music? What do you call pop country music? Nickelback. <laughs> no, it's hip hop. Hick hop. <laughs> you actually thought that was kind of funny? <laughs> that was kind of funny. All right. Paul even chuckled a little bit there. Hick hop. All right. I wasn't expecting much. No. <laughs> he never does. Uh, by the way, if you have any questions about the uh, big Spud Street throwdown or uh, to Justin or us or uh, even any questions about the Spud Junior, which, by the way, I absolutely love the food there, uh, feel free to call us up 701 213 0863. Remember that phone number, 701 701- 213-0863, uh, because we're going to be throwing out a pair of uh, tickets to this big gig this weekend. So again, uh, make sure you remember that phone number. Uh, Justin, Spud Jr., things going good over there? Not bad. They're picking up. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the the old norm, hopefully we get back to it soon. I think we're getting close. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's so hit and miss. Uh, yes. you, you think things are going in, in the right direction, and all of a sudden they, we get these spike things and then uh, all that crap, but... It's about time we have a big outdoor party. Right. Um, people are cooped up. People are sick of it. Uh, people are spending all their money on boats and campers because there's nothing else to do. And swimming pools. I couldn't it, find the swimming pool this summer to save my life. You know, that's funny because who are we talking to the other day? Couldn't find a trampoline. Yeah. Said he couldn't find one for anything. But uh, isn't that weird how that works? It is weird. Um, yeah, well, we couldn't find bug juice because the ingredients were made in China, this certain juice that we use. But, uh, oh, well. <laughs> Uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Spud Street Throwdown. When, where, how? This is going to be a blast. Uh, yeah, I hope so. It's uh, Saturday. Um, we're going to block off Third Street there in East Grand mm-hmm. Forks, right outside of the Spud. And uh, everything doors are going to open at five. Everything's going to kick off at six. Mm-hmm. Um, Two hundred and fifty tickets is all we can do. Okay, so that's, and, you know that that's not a lot, but it is. Right. right. Um, it's a start. Right. I mean, maybe we can finally get back to doing this because uh, you've been involved with, with other festivals before, and you have experience doing this stuff, and you have got some uh, great music lined up, too. We do. We do. Um, buddy of mine, Chris Erickson, him and his uh, partner there have uh, the Heat Seekers, they're called, mm-hmm. so they're going to kick things off. And then uh, Darian Lee, a uh, local country artist out of Carlstead, Minnesota, I believe. Yep. Um, now she resides resides in Nashville, I believe. Okay. Otherwise, she spends her time here back and forth. But she will be the featured opener for uh, Jared Neiman. All so. right. Now, when we talk about the Heat Seekers, I was trying to look up a little bit of information about them. Uh, I got this out of it. Rock and movie and TV tunes. And, and I've heard of the Heat Seekers. 
I don't know if I've heard their music, but um, what can we expect with them? They're, they're kind of a country bluegrass mm-hmm. okay. uh, folk group, so it's just a duo. I'm, I'm um, a big bluegrass fan. Yeah, yeah they do great. You know, I, Chris Chris does a lot of John Prine, which is oh awesome, awesome for me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, expect that type of music. It's it's everything's going to be acoustic. It's going to be a very stripped down, intimate mm-hmm. um, show, and that was uh, the intent. I thought with with only 250 people, sure. Was, you know, let's kind of keep it a little bit low-key. You know, with everything going on, we want to make sure that we're trying to be as responsible as we can. Absolutely. Um, so, you know. I, I love acoustic stuff, too, yeah. by the way. Um, doesn't You don't have to bring a whole lot of equipment. Uh, you can actually, what I like about acoustics is you can tell if you're a player or not. I mean, if you're a, a true musician, you can fake and get by with a lot of stuff if you've got an electric guitar in your hands because there's so many different effects you can run through that amp. But if you're playing a flat top, an acoustic, that's when you can tell if you're good or not. Right, right. And then even, you know, in the last few years now, even booking some of the acts that, that I've done for Rockin' Up Northwest and mm-hmm. whatnot, um, you don't see a ton of them offering acoustic right, shows. Right. So, I mean, that, like to your point, that kind of does show too. You know, there's, there's a handful of artists out there that probably couldn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. And, so. and it, it's happening more and more now with the, uh, the COVID and the pandemic. A lot of these artists are doing shows out of their home now and Zooming them or streaming them or doing whatever, and they're stripped way down because they can't bring the band in, and they're doing it acoustic, and uh, I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, uh, Darian, yeah? Yeah, I, was, I mean, I don't know if uh, you want to go down this like path if I'm kind of going off topic here, but the 250, is that a Minnesota thing? Because I Correct. would almost think that if you go to a bar in downtown Grand Forks on a week. On a weekend, There's some of them are, are packing more than 250 <laughs> people in that yeah. in that establishment. It's a state guideline for outdoor get-togethers. So, so just yeah. for East Grand Forks. Yeah. Isn't it amazing what just a river mm-hmm. can do between, sure you know? Um, wow. Uh, Darian Lee, uh, like you said, 19 or 20 years old out of Carlstead. Uh, she is doing really well, too. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, you know, obviously her talent has taken her to Nashville. So I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that says something right there for anybody that, that has the ambition to, to get up and make that track. So right. um, everything I've been hearing is, is she's been doing well, um, gaining some ground. I know that I talked to uh, Jared Demon's tour manager a couple of days ago, just kind of laying out how everything was going to mm-hmm. go with him getting here. And uh, he had heard of her because um, he, he actually didn't even know what the whole festival entailed. Mm-hmm. So I was just giving the lowdown. I said, well, you know, there's going to be this local gal opening up for Jared. And he goes, oh, I've heard of her. Okay. So I thought that was kind of neat. I mean, anytime we get some notoriety around these parts on the national level, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, and when you talk about uh, your headliner, Jared Neiman, we've got a lot to talk about with him. But first thing I want to ask you is because I've been involved with uh, some of these concerts and stuff for and and like the rider thing that they give you, you know, what they have to have in their in their bus or, or backstage or anything. Um, any any weird stuff no, this with is, him? This is pretty... That doesn't have to have just green M&Ms or a certain kind of wine or a certain kind of beer. Or- no. and, and you know what? I have heard, and I, I can't validate this, but I had heard that um, there's certain agencies and whatnot that when they put these riders together, mm-hmm. they'll purposefully put that kind of stuff in there. They know it's off the wall and crazy, yep. but they want the buyer to actually read through and make sure that, that the yeah. main things that are in there are taken care of. Yeah, I mean, uh, certain kinds of bottled water. And, and it's crazy because I've seen some of these riders and I've seen what the people have to go through to try to get the things that are on these lists because some of these lists are really long, too. Right, right. Well, the good thing is, too, you know, de- depending on the level of talent, I, when I say level, I mean, you know, how relevant are they right now? Mm-hmm. Um, 
depending on that, a lot of times you can line item all yep. that stuff and sure. send it back and you'll be fine. Yep. But even the first couple of years with rocking up north, coming out of the shoot, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. So I'm looking at it going, oh, God. So I'm, I'm running all over buying a <laughs> handle of this and a liter of this and yep. a case of this and everything else. <laughs> you get done with the whole thing. They maybe touched two things. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so now you're stuck with all this stuff that no way in hell would you ever buy yourself. Right, but, right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Jared Neiman, the big headliner. Uh, okay, I'm just going to give you a, a short list here. Uh, Ten top 40 entries in the Hot Country Songs and Country Airplay charts. Uh, he's had a platinum number one single, Lover, Lover. Uh, drink to that all night. Uh, what do you want? Both big hits. And the guy is a heck of a songwriter. Uh, he's written songs for Garth Brooks, Chris Ledoux, Jamie Johnson, Blake Shelton, Diamond Rio, John Anderson, Mark Chestnut. He's even on a Doobie Brothers album. And I'm a big Doobie Brothers fan, and I can't believe they're not in the Hall of Fame yet. But uh, that 2014 album, Southbound, uh, he sold over 20 million albums. And this dude is such a good songwriter. He started writing songs when he was eight years old. That's insane. I had trouble spelling my name when I was eight years old, <laughs> so I shortened it to John. <laughs> so you ever seen I dropped the H too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a high school diploma to spell my name. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got that goofy whatever kind of name, Czechoslovakian. There you go. I can, I can spell Czechoslovakia though. Can you? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, it's going to be a great show. Yeah. Um, and, and, and all acoustic. And are you going to be like? Are there going to be any drink deals, food deals? Because I love going to the Spud Junior. I love the food, um, and of course, I love beer. But uh, uh, can people? Will they be able to bring food out and eat, or, or how's that yeah. all going to work? So we're actually gonna we're gonna kind of go with a really limited special menu mm-hmm. just to make sure that we can push stuff out in a sure. timely manner and whatnot. Um, and then you know, with your your ticket purchase, that's going to include a drink. Okay, so you'll get one free drink. Um, we'll have the full bar open. We'll have a mobile bar out or outside for um, cans. Yep. So you could do uh, beer or, you know, seltzers. Yep. But, um, yeah, other than that, the only restriction is just going to be just kind of scaling down the regular food menu. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we'll have a wide open bar and everything else. And you can come and go in and out of the restaurant with the garage door and, and whatnot. We'll have uh, plenty of tables set out um, on the street itself. Mm-hmm. And our goal is actually we're going to place the tables um you know, with, with the restrictions and yep. in line, yep. six feet apart and whatnot. And uh, we'll ask people to kind of stay with your group. Yep. If you live um, together, sit together. Exactly. I mean, yep. if you got some friends and you're all there together, that's fine. You know, sit where, wherever you want, but you know, there's not going to be a dance floor. So if you want to get up and move wherever mm-hmm. you're standing, that's fine. Um, but we just want to make sure that, you know, we're doing this thing to where if somebody is really nervous or let's say there's some officials somewhere that, that are nervous about any of this type of stuff, they look at it and they go, okay, at least they're trying. Yeah. And, you know? and you know, the thing is, you think some people are going to say 250 people, that's a lot of people. Some people are going to say 250 people, that's nothing. Right. But you've got a whole street, 250 people, there's going to be plenty of room for social distancing. It's going to be a good gig. Right, right. And that's, you know, and, and surprisingly talking with uh, Jared's team, um, you know, other than no meet and greets, and then they just want to make sure that there's a little distance there mm-hmm. from the first row in front of the stage. But, you know, they really didn't have too many quals either. They, they just, you know, when I talked to him two days ago, he said, uh, I made the comment that I just said, you know, it's, you're coming up to East Grand Forks, Minnesota. You guys probably had no idea where the heck we're at uh, for a show with 250 people. I said, you know, I'm, I'm glad you guys took the show. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. And he goes, are you kidding me? We're so freaking happy to be doing something. Oh, I would imagine. You know, we'd, we'd do anything, but we're excited that you wanted to have us. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, uh, boy, 
be nice if the river wasn't flooding. We could maybe take these guys catfishing. There you mm-hmm. go. That might be kind of fun. Hey, let's give away a pair of tickets. How about that for the uh, Spud Street Throwdown? It's coming up this Saturday. Tell you what, be the first caller, 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. And uh, you can get yourself a pair of tickets if you want to go see Darian Lee, the Heat Seekers, and Jared Neiman. Um, was it hard to get him on the show? Uh, to get him booked? Yeah. Not really. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, from what I'm gathering, talking with, you know, a couple of agencies and whatnot, no, there's a lot of artists that do want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, they know that the restrictions are going to be in place um, through the facilities and through the states themselves. So I don't think they're as worried as maybe they were a handful of months ago. Sure. But with just the total lack of anything that anybody's doing, um, you know, there's some of these guys that are really excited to get out and do something. Hello there. This is GFBS. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. What's your name? This is Aaron. Aaron, you're going to go see uh, Jared Neiman and the Heat Seekers and Darian Lee, all right? Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, why don't you uh, hold on for a minute, and we'll get your last name, because we don't want to give that over on the air, all right? Sounds good. All right. Hey, thanks for calling, man. Yep. All right, there we go. Aaron's going to be going. Um, One thing I wanted to ask you, why don't you... uh, his last name and then we'll figure out what oh, to do i just hung up on him oh sorry aaron <laughs> good thing the little thing's got caller id yeah right? I, got, I got i got you on caller id but we'll give you a call after the show we'll call you back um what a great time for the garage door i mean yeah, you couldn't right? have picked it any better right no no and that you know once i kind of threw this together i i, I put these harebrained ideas together all the time i mm-hmm. think some nuts <laughs> but, i think we got another know. caller here you know and uh i think uh if you want to pull him up here hello Hello there. Aaron again. You guys hanging up on me over there? Yeah, yeah. That was that was Paul, the producer. He hung up on you, man. Hold on. Let me just hold on for a second, okay? He'll be right with you. All right. Um, yeah, the uh, the garage door. What a great idea. Yeah, it it you know it was one of those. I think we talked about the last time I was here that it was an idea that we'd had from the day that we decided to pull the trigger on this. Mm-hmm. But you know, with the timing that. We had we got into the venture with it was getting late in the in the fall and then the winter was obviously hitting it just it didn't make any sense mm-hmm. um, and then once we were able to reopen with outdoor seating only it just made sense to go ahead and do it right um, but you know the response that we've had since it's gone in has been just phenomenal you know I, I'd been told before which it, for me it's it's hard to imagine because I'm in the business but I've I had heard a lot of people saying that they would drive by and had no idea what the heck was even there. They mm-hmm. didn't even know it was a restaurant or a bar. Right. So it, it, after we put this in, now we have people who have stopped deliberately and said, we didn't even know anything was there, but we saw that door. We knew it was a restaurant. Yep. So yep. I just thought, you know, it, obviously it's something that's worked and it's paid off. And um, when we were planning on doing this, it just, it, it made a ton of sense. Yeah, and, absolutely. And uh, again, I really like the food at the Spud Junior. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Uh, Paul and I, well, Paul is probably one of your biggest customers. Um, <laughs> he's got more time. Otherwise, I'd be there more. But I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm slowly going through the menu, even though when I, when I go to a place, I find something I really like, and I tend to just kind of be pretty predictable sure. and keep ordering it, if I, especially if I really, really like it. But I, you're at the Spud Junior, it's one of those kind of places where, I mean, just looking at the names of, of your your meals and stuff, your sandwiches and, and all that, it, they're all named after old bars yep. in, in around the Grand Forks, East Grand Forks area. But now I've found myself trying to get something different every time, which I don't do anywhere. Sure. And um, I like it all. Well, and, it's, and it's, it's the one thing with the two when we when we came up with the concept, it was, you know, we did, we wanted to kind of do 
some funky things, mm-hmm. but not get too crazy. Because sure. there's a lot of people, I mean, growing up here, I know that we're meat and potatoes. That's mm-hmm. what we are. We're yep. meat, potatoes, vegetables, at all. Um, so we didn't want to get too crazy, but we wanted to kind of do a few things where people kind of went, I don't know about that, mm-hmm. but I'll give it a try. Yeah. And that was exactly what you were telling me before about. Well, I'm a big fan of cheese, bacon, uh, jelly, peanut butter. <laughs> and yeah, you can get all of that on like one thing. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and what was that called again? The level seven. The level seven. Tell us what's in that because when I heard this the first time, uh, what was all on it, I thought there's no way that would be good. But tell us what's on it because I did try it and it was incredible. Good, good. It's, uh, yeah, it's a Vardy uh, cheese, smoked Gouda cheese, uh, cream cheese. Mm. See the theme here. Uh, peanut butter, jalapeno raspberry jelly, and then uh, jalapenos. And it's fantastic. And bacon. And bacon. And bacon. bacon. Don't forget Don't the forget bacon. The, Everything's better bacon. with bacon. Yeah. Jalapeno raspberry jelly. Mm-hmm. The jalapeno is super subtle. It, yeah, it is. I mean, it it sounds so weird. It, it, it's, it's like the weirdest combination, but my neighbor first tried it. She raved about it. So then we ordered it, and yeah, and I tell a lot of people about it. So <laughs> thank you. And and you know too, uh, when I drive by there at lunchtime, um, you see a lot of the people that are there frequently yep. for lunch, and uh, that's always good because you know they're all telling people about it too. But uh, I think you have got yourself a hidden gem down in East Grand Forks over there, no well, doubt about you. it. Have you talked about uh, the like remodel at all that you've done? Because the place is just amazing from what it you know, oh used yeah to be before the spud was in there. I mean, you got the open doors now to the side of the building. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the whole atmosphere there is just killer. Thank you. It Thank is, you. and it's wide open. It, it's yeah. a nice open space. Uh, your your help there is really good, too. Thank I you. mean, uh, they those girls are running around out there and in there, and uh, you don't, if you ever run out of a beer or anything, it doesn't take long for them to bring you another one. Sure, and, sure. And, and, and if it does, just let somebody know. Yeah, and that's important <laughs> in my world, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it's... Uh, you know, with this whole thing, I, th- I think we talked last time too. It, I wasn't sure what to expect back in March. You know, mm-hmm. having two months being open and and seeing what happened happen, and and the support that we've gotten through the mm-hmm. shutdown and now post shutdown, with you know every single day somebody's coming in saying it's their first time there. Yep. So the fact that people have been able to find us and are seeking us out, mm-hmm. um, it's just been it's been phenomenal. It's been a great feeling. You know, I, I had a core amount of employees that stuck around through the pandemic who are obviously still there that, you know, we would not be here without them. So it's just everything's kind of just lined up for us to be able to survive it. Um, now, it's just a matter of trying to make sure that we're doing the things that we need to be doing on a daily basis to continue yep. moving the thing forward. And, well, I know they know about you in Montana now because oh, uh, I brought a whole group of uh, fishermen in from Montana, and uh, we ate there, and I, they loved it too. Good. You know, I, and I don't want to get into politics because I don't really know anything about them, but you think that the people that are like in the you know, city government in East Grand Forks, I don't know why they wouldn't just say the hell with it and just do whatever the Grand Forks side is doing because... I well, mean, because, what, what is Walt's going to drive down here and, you know, slap him on the hand? Well, he might run into a few rocks and cows on the way, so I don't know <laughs> if he'd be able to make the trip or not. And he'd have to grab his ears and pull real hard if you see the billboards up around the state now, which I right. believe there are 10 of them now, but, I think, in the state. But you think that there would be a little bit more collaboration between the two cities and just saying, you know, I, like, I think the biggest problem is, too, you know, with anything, even on a local level, you've you got to be worried about the state level. Mm-hmm. And what's above. Yeah, you know, there's, sure. There's, there's obviously federal funding, state funding that are rolling in and, 
like anything else, you know, you got you can't bite the hand that feeds you. Right. So you get it from a from a local standpoint as far as it gets frustrating. But you know, I think that most of these council members I, I get to talk to fairly frequently, and and they're in support of everything in mm-hmm. town. More well, absolutely, just as much as anybody else. Sure. But you know, like any political entity, you have to do the right things, and you have to put say the right things and everything else, and and make sure that. But what what gets me is we're not the Twin Cities up here. We're not St. Cloud. We're not Duluth. Uh, It's almost like two different states. And I wish the governors in each one of their states would realize that and and realize East Grand Forks isn't Minneapolis. Uh, Towns like Faustin, Thief River Falls. You know, everybody in Minnesota is affected by this Mm -hmm. and what's going on. But I think if they just did a little bit more work and let either the counties or the city government or whatever kind of control what's going on, I just think, I mean, we're losing businesses every day right. in I th- Minnesota. I think it, it hits us harder being a border city. I mean, you and mm-hmm. I live in East Grand Forks. I mean, that, that's it's our city. It's our state. Um, I think it, it hits us a little harder personally because we get to see what happens yeah. 150 feet across a river. Exactly. You on, get to see, daily basis. which could be one of your customers, go across the bridge. Right. Where they know they can pretty much do whatever they want. Yep, yep. And I like think that. at the end of the day, too, it's, you know, just like doing business, I guess, anywhere in the country, you want to make sure that, that you're doing business well and that you're taking care of your customers, or at least you're trying to take care of your customers. Um, and then you just hope that people remember that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not about what's happening at the state level on either side or the city level or whatnot. People are looking at it saying, okay, Every time I've gone to that business, they've taken care of me. I want to support that business. Yep, Depending, yep. No, no matter what's going on, if if they have to wear a mask to walk in the door, and then they get to take it off when yep. they sit down, you know, we haven't had anybody blink an eye at that. No, and, and it's, you're not the one making that call. No, and I think most people understand mm-hmm. that. I mean, there's a lot of people that get frustrated, and they talk about it, and they say, well, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. But I think at the end of the day, too, you know, when it comes to, you know, hospitality industries, especially like ours, it, it is about taking care of people. Mm-hmm. So I think even though these things are in place, people do step back and remember, okay, you know, I, I enjoy going there. It's yep. been a pleasure each time I've gone there. Maybe something has gone wrong. I'm not saying that obviously we're perfect, but you know, I think people genuinely do just step back and remember that. And they're supporting the business, not the state or the city. Absolutely. Uh, I suppose if you look at it from a different point of view, you know, you could be getting more of those customers that are, you know, more skeptical about going to a business, an establishment in the Grand Fork side because they don't have those rules. Sure. And so they would prefer to go to the yeah. side that is being enforced. And I think sometimes, too, that stuff does get lost. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's there's a portion of the population that is, you know, set in their, in their ways one way. There's a yep. portion that's set in the other way. So sometimes this stuff can be good and bad depending on because who knows? I mean, in, in our case, maybe we reach some people that because these were still these conditions were still in place, maybe that made them feel a little more comfortable crossing mm-hmm. to our side instead of going around Grand Forks. Sort of, it, you never know. It reminds me of a, a restaurant that was in town. I think it was called Dagwoods. And they yeah. were the first non-smoking restaurant or yeah. bar in, and I think they were over by the... Off 42nd, uh, I believe I they, they were, were over there. they were by the old Shields. Um, but yeah, I mean, the and then, you know, it was like, you can, if you don't want to deal with a place that has smoking, you can come there. And then they enforced the smoking ban and now... Everything was non-smoking, but sure. at the time it was like a huge, you know. Yeah, deal. and again, I'm beating a dead horse here, but here's the deal: uh, if you don't feel safe, stay home. Right. Uh, if you feel safe wearing a mask, wear a mask. Yep. Practice your social distancing. When you use the can, wash your hands. Yeah, exactly. Sneeze into your arm. 
don't cough on people. It's just, it's all up to the individual. Right. How safe they want to be. And depending on how, how you feel about this whole thing, you know, if you go out, like for anybody coming this, this Saturday, um, I've had some questions tossed at me and, and I think we are going to ask some questions when people walk in the door, just making sure and mm-hmm. just be honest. Hey, do you think you've been exposed? Are you feeling any symptoms? What not this, that, and the other thing. Um, but all I ask is anybody that comes, just like if you were coming on a regular day, you know, don't invade anybody's personal space. Yeah. You know, hopefully you don't get drunk and belligerent and do something stupid. Yes. Um, just respect the situation, respect the situation that we're in. Know that we're kind of under a microscope with this mm-hmm. thing. Absolutely. Um, so when the tables are spread out like they are um, and we have people in rows, if you want to bring your own lawn chair and come, come sit on the street. Absolutely. You know, we're going to, we're going to, I think I'm going to take chalk and I'm going to draw lines that are six feet apart, at least mm-hmm. in front of the stage, kind of creating rows. Yep. If people want to put their own lawn chairs and sit, otherwise you said at the tables, but it's basically police yourself. All we've, all we've probably ever asked the last three times I've been on here, we've been talking about COVID just police yourself mm-hmm. and, and act accordingly, act like a grown up. respect other people, um, have a good time, of yep. course. But at the end of the day, you know, just make sure that, that you're being safe and hopefully the person next to you is being safe and, and come out and have a good time. And you know the weather is supposed to be nice. Thank God. Uh, not nineties. <laughs> not nineties. Nice. Um, I, I tell you what, me and me and Jamie and Trisha Lunsky, we're, we've been joking since last year. But um, you know, for any of these outdoor events, you can always buy like a rain insurance policy. Mm-hmm. But buying a rain insurance policy is like taking a thousand bucks to Vegas because yeah, it, it's all up yep. in the air. You can choose. You can choose the time that it's going to happen. You get a window. You can choose how much rain is going to fall. Um, there's all these different criteria that will manipulate what your policy is going to be mm-hmm. price wise. So we did it the first couple of years and last year we decided not to do it. And I'm about two weeks out. I start checking the extended forecast. <laughs> you know, there, there's, there's a couple of places where you can see it up to two weeks. And mm-hmm. is it right? Probably not, but it doesn't matter. It gives me peace of mind. Right. Um, so I start checking it and last year looked good. And then about 10 days out, all of a sudden 30% chance of rain couple days later 40 percent chance a couple days later 60 percent chance rain. well the day before the damn show we're at a hundred percent chance of rain <laughs> and i'm just sweating bullets because mm-hmm. we, we upped our talent we upped everything i mean it's when you do this kind of stuff there, there's risk involved sure so <clears throat> we're on a gravel lot if anybody that's been to rocking up north the last couple of years yeah. yep um it's all gravel so it's not paved so if it rains it's a mess yes it's not it takes a while to soak it all up so the morning comes, it's just overcast. You can just feel it's not going to be good. And I'm having just panic attacks all day long. The palpitations are going. I, 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 I swear to you, like, I have anxiety the way it is, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, I'm losing it. And they're looking at me, are you going to be okay? I'm like, I think so, but. Uh. <laughs> so we do sound check. Everything's good. Uh, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon rolls around. We start getting some sprinkles. Well, I'm really losing it. And uh, all of a sudden, we start, I think our first act starts at about six and no rain anymore. And then look at the forecast. All of a sudden it looks like we're going to be, by the time Blackhawk took the stage, mm-hmm. it was fully clear. Perfect. And perfect. Yep. And I just about died four times that day. Yeah. Yeah. But again, just like this, it's, you know, you just pray to God that there's good weather and you hope people want to come out and do something outside. And, and, you know, I hate bringing up weather because sometimes that'll bring the bad juju, but, um, I've been looking at the forecast a lot yeah. too for this weekend and it's going to be great. Uh, spud street throw down again, when, where times, all that stuff. Uh, we'll be on third street, uh, right outside the spud junior East grand forks. 
Um, doors are going to open at 5. If you come out that day, if, uh, if anybody was planning on it or wanted to come out for lunch, we are going to be open from 11 to 3 for lunch. Okay. We will close at 3 o'clock and reopen again at 5. So we okay. can finish getting set up and get everything ready. Um, doors will open at 5. Come on in. Music starts at 6. Um, again, if you want to bring a lawn chair, bring a lawn chair. Uh, we'll have tables for people to sit at and whatnot. Um, obviously, practice your social distancing. Try yep. not to invade people's personal space, anything like that. But, you know, come out and have a good time. Support Support music, support, you know, just having a small get together. Absolutely. This time. So, and if you're still not certain uh, where the Spud Junior is, all you have to do is drive down to MERS that day in East Grand Forks, and you will definitely see where this is going on. Uh, right to the north of Cabela's there. Yep. Uh, great location. And again, uh, the Heat Seekers, and then Darian Lee, and then, of course, Jared Neiman. Um, and it, if they want to get tickets, what do they need to do? Uh, you can give us a call, buy them over the phone, we'll hold them for you, or just stop into the Spud Junior any day this week. Uh, tickets are $40 a piece. It's a 21-plus show. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a free drink with your ticket purchase. So, um, you know, again, just uh, give us a call. If you, if you can't make it in, you want to make sure. We do still have tickets available. Um, so just kind of get them before they're gone. I I don't think we're going to have a problem selling this thing out. No. So if you're planning on coming, you're on the fence, the weather looks great. Probably get them now. Yeah, and uh, it's outside, and it's something to do. <laughs> right. That's right. a great thing. Justin LaRock, thanks for coming in again today. Appreciate it, guys. You're getting to be a regular on the show I here. I know. I like it. And uh, Yeah, and uh, <laughs> again, check out the Spud Junior. It's in East Grand Forks. Got some great food, and of course, the uh, big Spud Street throwdown is going on this Saturday. Of course, uh, we're going to be there. Grand Forks Best Source. I can't wait. Uh, there you go. If... Um, you want to be a Podbean Premium subscriber, we would absolutely love for you to do that. It's very cheap, five bucks. That'll get you in for a bunch of great door prizes and stuff we give away. Go to your Play Store, you download Podbean, search GFBS, you hit follow, buy premium, you're all set. It's that easy. Show today brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. You need an oil change like yesterday? Well, that's where you go, Valvoline Instant Oil Change at Grand Forks basically no wait time they'll even change your oil while you sit in the car if you're worried about the uh, social distancing thing um they do all kinds of things they'll check your fluids cabin air filter wiper blades battery rotate your tires head and tail lights they do tranny and coolant flushes and you don't need an appointment timely service will not slow you down you can sit in your vehicle and mention gfbs you'll save an additional seven bucks on an oil change and if you can't leave work and you live in town they'll even come and pick up your vehicle Locally owned and operated, open seven days a week and very, very fast. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 3325 South 38th Street, or call them 701-780-8462. And make sure you mention GFBS sent you. Well, tomorrow, Dirty Thursday. How about that? Chad Hoff will be back as we talk to World of Outlaw longtime announcer Johnny Gibson. It's going to be an awesome show. And make sure you like us, share us, and tag us. We are Grand Fork's best source, giving Grand Fork's an identity again.